This is the day which the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hello, Metro FM family. This is your brother Jonathan with DHL Ministries. Decisions, Habits, Lifestyle Ministries. Joining you again here on Metro FM through Radio Box or through Signal. Maybe you're listening to this podcast after the message is aired. But we have begun a series on being single and married with the basis and the overview and the introduction on relationships. And I expect that this series will go until the Lord says stop because there are so many relationship dynamics in our Bible, but without a proper foundation in our relationship with Jesus Christ, everything else will be built on shifting sand. So I hope the overview that you received the last time we spoke together, we talked together, we shared together, was something that whet your appetite, something that caused you to think, You know, this is worth listening to and hearing what the Word of God has to say. We talked about breaking chains of dysfunction and problematic situations from the past, meaning generational consequences. We talked about the examples in the Bible briefly about our chain breaker and also the importance of how to deal with conflict and situations. Now we did squeeze that in to the 20 minutes that we share together, but it was just meant to be an overview. Now, if you're in the WhatsApp group, you receive the notes and you have a little bit more understanding of where this is going. There are scripture references and lists and quoted scriptures that we will be talking about the next several times together. And as the Spirit of the Lord leads us, We will indeed address specific situations with relationships, including, but not limited to, the aspect of being single and serving the Lord and what that means, and of course, desiring to be married and serving the Lord and those who are in marriage and serving the Lord and all areas of all of that. The Bible is complete in its examples, illustrations. These are all put there for our learning. Now, the Old Testament contains actual examples, accounts of real people and real situations that are there to show us these principles in action, both when they work well and when they are not applied or used and the consequences thereof. And as we discuss the consequences of our sin, um, that generational consequence is a real thing. We're going to divide this up and conquer this together. And it all starts back like before in the Garden of Eden. Now let's go back there, if you will, with me to the chapter that we talked about last time together in Genesis chapter 4. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 7, brings to a head the situation with the heart condition of Cain. Cain's heart condition in his offering was not the same as Abel's. And God made this abundantly clear. And something started to surface in Cain that God addressed. 
something started to surface in Cain's attitude and his expression once he knew that his brother's gift was more acceptable to God, that God took a moment and used the principles in our Bible to bring Cain aside one-on-one and explain to him the pivotal moment he was in. What is not written here but can be implied is the attitude of Cain's heart. His sarcasm towards God when God just asks him a question to cause him to think. Now, let us all take the time to appreciate the situation at hand. If we take the time to appreciate the situation at hand, putting ourselves in Cain's position, I know we like to put ourselves in Abel's condition and say, Oh, my heart is right with you, Lord, accept my gift. But what is represented here is the sinful condition of mankind's heart. And the generous grace and mercy of God to pull us aside privately, as he says is the pattern when we are offended by a brother or when a brother is offended or acting out, God demonstrates this right here in the beginning. And he pulls Cain aside and he says in verse 7 of chapter 4, If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. I enjoy the amplified version of this verse. It says, If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin crouches at your door. Its desire is for you, but you must master it. And this is all just after God pulls Cain aside and says, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? You see the impact of the realization that his heart condition is off. If you have ever presented to someone what you thought was a really good lie, (laughs) excusing yourself and making yourself such a victim, and that person did not receive your well-polished, well-thought-out, and maybe even well-acted presentation of your lie. You became angry. Whenever we're confronted about our sinful state, we can become offended right away. We can be very dramatic at that point. And the Lord asks Cain after his situation in expressing this anger, his obstinance against the Lord, and he kills his brother. Then again, the mercy of God and the grace of God rise to the surface. Verse 8 says, And Cain talked with his brother, with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And right away the Lord said unto Cain in verse 9, Where is Abel thy brother? Again, a question that God knows the answer to. But the grace and mercy of God is once again allowing Cain to tell on himself. And instead he responds and says, 
Am I my brother's keeper? How should I know? <laughs> How many times have we heard this expression in its various forms when someone is offended by the reality of their sin and their sinful state? Well, even with ourselves, this is a reality, an illustration, but an actual situation of the presence of sin in our lives. We have both had situations where we've been Cain or Abel. It's the dynamic of what's going on inside of us. When we come to Christ, we're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. But the struggle is real. The desire increases to be a God-pleaser, but the desires in our heart that are still sinful will connect with the temptation from the enemy and sin will be conceived. Now, as we stay in that pattern, sin will develop just like a baby develops in its mother. There's a process of incubation that occurs as we are obstinate in our position ultimately against God as we meditate on the wrong things day and night, as we consider the wrong things in our life, as we long for the things that are perceived as liberties or freedoms with other people, and we do that in the secret chambers of our heart, then we continue to develop this sin, and sin is expressed and born where it becomes very visible in our life, in our decisions, and yet the mercy of God is still there to take us aside and say, what are you doing? What have you done? And he knows the answer to that family, but he wants a chance to talk with us because as we recognize that we're in the presence of God and as we confess what we've done, there's the opportunity of repentance as we confess to God the things that we've done in actuality, not in a pretty package, then there's a chance for repentance. We turn from our old ways and we turn towards the right living of God. There may still be consequences for the actions we've done, but by the grace and mercy of God, he will also bring good out of those consequences. This is the God we serve. And as we go through this notes and these notes in this series, we're going to get that foundation of a right relationship with God right. Because talking about the other things, we start to build on those truths. But without this foundation of the understanding of our sinful condition and the appreciation for the grace and mercy of God and the actuation of putting things in motion to develop the right relationship with God, then everything else we build is on shifting sand. It's not as the wise builder to build it on the rock because who is that rock? Amen. That rock is the Lord Jesus Christ. So getting these things right, the questions we often receive in ministry are important questions and they want to know how to build a proper marriage, how to build um, a very functional and healthy relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ, in, in social interactions, in, in home groups. 
And these are great questions. But in order to understand them fully, and in order to apply the truth in what the Bible says about building them, we have to make sure that we ourselves are in a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. To those who this may sound droning as it goes on and on, I share with you the story of a pastor. A new pastor heading a church was such a refreshment to the congregation. They enjoyed the older pastor that had been there for many years, but they were so looking forward to the opportunities of this new pastor. And the new pastor got up and preached a sermon to them. And they thought, wow, what a powerful sermon, what clear points, what precise addresses and scripture references in the Bible how meaty this was. And some said, oh, it was such beautiful milk to my new Christian life. The seasoned veterans approved and they enjoyed the word that was shared. The very next Sunday, they couldn't wait for this pastor to share with them more. And the pastor got up and preached the same sermon as last week. Well, many thought that was powerful and he did reference a few other notes but essentially the same message was presented and they were happy to have brought others with them to hear this same message. And even they themselves had gotten a little bit more out of it and re the recall of the pastor's expressions. They went out satisfied. They came back the third Sunday and were excited to hear where this was going and what the pastor was going to teach now. And the pastor got up and he preached the same sermon as the following two Sundays. Well, now people started to become upset. They thought, this is a new pastor. Is he playing us for a fool? What is going on? This is the same message three Sundays in a row. I started to invite people here and now they're hearing the same message. What is going on? And they began to use that time of salutation and greeting and blessing with the pastor on the way out from the service and there became a crowd of people lined up for the pastor because the questions were longer and more in depth and they asked him when will you preach something new when will you bring a new message and his answer was the same to each person with love in his eyes he said to them when we start applying what has already been taught Listen, family, it's good to hear a solid message. It's good to hear a series as we have started on now. But as we let the Spirit of God lead us in this series, as some of the requests for different topics to be shared here are responded to, and as this series launches, you can see the very foundation is being laid. If we're going to talk about relationships with marriage, if we're going to talk about relationships or the reality of being single and serving God. If we're going to talk about all these things, we must get back to the basics. We must understand the foundation. Without the foundation, there's no need to put up walls and to build rooms of specific application. If the foundation of relationship is not laid, so I thank you for bearing with us, but I also encourage you to continue to invite people to listen to this message and these series of messages. 
This sounds a lot like last time we got together, but this is a new recording. This is a new presentation. And if you're in the WhatsApp group, you finally received the notes and you can see where this is going. You can see the points of reference and the scripture references. You can see what we're going to be talking about together in the next series uh, several times together. So join the WhatsApp group. I'll give you the number here in a moment. So get ready to write that down. Join the WhatsApp group through texting or calling this number and get the notes. Then you'll see a little bit of where these series of messages are going. You will also get the link to this message once it's aired on the radio and you will be able to consider these things well and look up the verses of scripture so that the spirit of God is your teacher as you look up these verses of scripture and you will apply it to your life rebuild that foundation if it's not built on the rock understand how to build that foundation if it's not built on the rock and even rebuild if you have built it on something else and experienced the shifting of the sand. Well, let's go, family. Let's get built on the rock of our salvation. Let's understand the dynamics of that relationship so that we can branch out and apply these truths to all of our other relationships. Let's get results, family. Let's do this the right way. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, well, you can't begin this series at all. It might have be helpful information, but we're talking about building this relationship with God the Father through God the Son, by the power of God the Holy Spirit, the three-in-one triune God. And you must first go through the steps of re repenting from your sinful ways. Listen, the ABCs are what we use. A is just to admit you're a sinner, that you're not li living the life that God has called you to. Just say it out loud to God and own it. And B is to believe and trust in the truth that Jesus Christ died for your sins, paid the penalty that you and I deserved, and has made a way to be reconciled to God the Father. Believing means to trust and rely and depend upon that truth. And C, confess. Confess to your family and friends this new path you're on and confess to your brethren and sister in Christ that you want help to grow in discipleship and tune in here at Metro FM twice a week, Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings. And also look up DHL Ministries, Decisions, Habits, Lifestyle Ministries. Listen to podcasts of the messages in the past. Look at videos on YouTube and hear some of our daily devotions to be encouraged in your relationship with God. If you're ready for that number, I'll give it to you right now. The number to join the WhatsApp group is 260-97-583-6324. Again, write this down. 260-97-583-6324. The notes have been shared for this message with them now. But as I see people being added to that group, I will go ahead and repost the notes because this series that we're starting is going to come from those notes. Those notes are rather extensive and the cross references are quite a few. And so you can look those up and enjoy those and that note is going to grow. I'm going to add more cross references and things and republish it each week as we join one another on this message. Well, now I pray that the Lord blesses you and keeps you. There's a lot going on in the world. 
but let's look at what's going on in the Word. The solution is in the Word of God. The lifestyle that God gives us will protect and keep us, guide and direct us. May you all be richly blessed, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.